Welcome to Think Like a Penguin, The Art of Flying. This is the podcast to help you think outside the box, live more confidently against the grain and become your more authentic self. Penguins don't traditionally fly, but what's to say they won't one day? Good morning and I hope you're having a lovely day. I am going to be talking all about how to overcome the sort of lull and the lag of after a depressive stage and just to keep you on track to basically include elements into your life that will keep your mood a little bit brighter, will help with your mindset and hopefully prevent not falling back into a depressive mindset. So previous episode I did was a very raw and vulnerable experience sharing how I was feeling, which was quite depressed. I have had chronic depression on and off my whole life and I just feel like now that I'm not depressed, I'm not in a depressive episode, it might be helpful just to share some of the ways that I've sort of got myself out of that stage and ways in which I can stay in a better mindset. So I've written a list and I'm pretty much just going to go down the list. It's going to be a shorter episode and just sort of share um, each thing in turn and a bit of perspective on it. So my first one is patience. It can be really challenging when you're in a low mood or in a heightened state or in an unwanted mindset to quickly want to have to change that feeling, get out of it. If we're experiencing grief, if we're experiencing anger, if we're experiencing depression, whatever it might be, an unwanted state of mind, there is a tendency to wish it away quickly. But being patient and almost accepting it and embracing it and just realizing that it will pass, but that it will take time can be really beneficial. So patience is my first one and it just takes the pressure off. And if you wake up five, six, seven days in a row and you think, oh no, I still feel the same. um, Well then if you're patient, you think, well actually it's probably going to change within two weeks. It's not going to make it seem so all-consuming. The next one is, it's very natural to compare ourselves with others but something that I've done throughout my recovery from an eating disorder and um, my issues with low mood and anxiety depression over the years is to compare myself with myself so I've compared myself this time round with how I was 10 years ago and really focusing on what are the little changes that I've made the ways in which I've grown the self-development I've made self-awareness I've gained and just the general overall person that I am now compared to the person I was 10 years ago. Now I can very safely say I'm more proud of the individual I am now. I've certainly improved. I have learned life lessons. I've grown and um, I've just become more mature and kinder on myself. I'm a much nicer version of of who I was 10 years ago and hopefully that is true for you and if it is not then I doubt very much that you'd be listening to this podcast so pretty much guarantee that you're going to be a more advanced kinder nicer just a better rounded individual than you were 10 years ago and if you're not then it's a chance to aim towards that but I think it just it just puts things in perspective when we compare ourselves with ourselves rather than comparing ourselves with others. And also, as human beings, most people are excellent 
at faking it, excellent at putting on a brave face, the amount of shocking examples there are of celebrities that unfortunately take their life or do something really silly and you think, gosh, come out of nowhere, no one knew, Robin Williams um, comes to mind and there's other comedians, celebs and you just think, well, they were just so good at hiding it. So you have no idea, not that you ever want to compare your mindset to that of someone who is suicidal or depressed, but even if everyone else around you appears to have their shit together or they're happy all the time or, you know, loving relationships or whatever it is that you feel you are somehow lacking in, chances are it's not all um, roses for them and it's not always quite what it seems. So if you're going to compare, just compare yourself to your former self. Um, using the opportunity to learn. So I, even though I had a really challenging December and into January, wasn't very pleasant, I've actually had some really good insight about myself. So allowing myself to sit in that depression, it wasn't really like I had a choice, it kind of just took over me like a wave. But now looking back in a clearer mindset, and I will continue to assess. And I'm actually seeing a psychologist, which is fantastic. Um, that's certainly something I would recommend if you can afford it or get on the mental health plan or even talk to a trusted friend, is looking back and thinking, what can I take from that experience? What can I learn? I've had some really big insights. I'm not going to share them because they're very personal to me and yours will be unique to you. But really taking the opportunity and thinking, right, how can I make sure that the next time it happens, because it's also accepting that it possibly will happen again, how can I approach things differently? Or what is it about myself I now know that I didn't know before that's going to help me get through it a little bit easier? Kindness, as always, is a massive one. So just being kind to yourself. We are all human beings. Life is hard. Going through life, navigating life is really challenging. For some people, certain things are far more challenging. I was chatting to a friend the other day and I said to her, why do people bail on dates? And she reckons um, that it's because people are fearful of a first encounter or they get nervous and they don't like um, meeting new people. To which I was like, what? That's the best part. I love meeting new people. And rightly so. For what is easy for me and enjoyable for me and actually what I, I seek, new phys, um, personal interaction, is challenging for other people. So life is hard, but we just need to be kind to ourselves. And just because someone else can nail something and find it really easy doesn't mean you can. And there's no point if you're feeling down already, there's no point then beating yourself up as well mentally because um, you're not being kind to yourself. So treat yourself like you would treat your child or treat yourself as your inner child. We've all got our inner child. I'm sure we've um, heard about this. So just be kind to yourself and take the pressure off. I know there's definitely frustration. I was very frustrated. I was like, I just want to snap out of it. I'm so done with feeling so low and having all these, these tears just ready to come out and all this emotion. But being kind to myself really helped me to um, get through it. Soothing the nervous system. So the body will show when you are um, in a heightened state of, of nervous system. So if you your parasympathetic nervous system is just going off, that basically means you're going to have um, maybe bad gut movements. I certainly show um, my body shows when I'm in a, a poor mental state, my gut movement 
it's chicken and egg. Sometimes if I've got a bad gut, then it help, uh, it doesn't help with my mindset and vice versa. But the body will show, maybe you hold tension, maybe you get a skin irritation or a rash, maybe you get blemishes, maybe you have sore muscles. Your, your body will hold tension. If you're not in a good mindset, the body will bring that up. And some people will go their whole lives and they won't attribute their chronic on-off lower back pain with the fact that they have anxiety or they're stressed. But guaranteed when you start looking for it, um, the body is fascinating. You might lose your hair a little bit more. You might get acne a bit more. You might have an old injury that starts to um, rear its head and show a little pain. So soothing the nervous system, soothing the body can be really beneficial. For instance, I'm going to go for a deep meditation, um, relaxation, prana massage. So it's really expensive and I really um, considered whether it's worth it or not. But um, actually my counsellor said you need to soothe your nervous system. You need to do something just to lower the cortisol in the body, lower the stress, just to really nurture the body. And that's going to help nurture the mind. It might be going for a float in the ocean, float in one of those float tanks. It might be just sitting in nature in silence. It might be going to a meditation group, meeting up with a group of friends and going for a beautiful relaxing picnic or something quiet. It, it might be, personally I can't think that this would work for me, but it might be having a big night out with no alcohol but just surrounding yourself with music and vibrancy and energy. I doubt it. I think it's going to be more something nurturing like a yoga class or a relaxation session. But learning what works for you, it might just be putting some beautiful music on and lying there and um, putting some candles on and an incense stick and allowing yourself um, time to listen to music. Whatever it is, it will be individual again for you. But when's the last time you did it? We're all very good at running around and ticking boxes and, and fulfilling our purpose and ticking off our lists. But how many times are we actually consciously trying to soothe the nervous system? I can't remember the last time I did that for me. Um, I'm now actively doing that daily. So I'm doing breath work and meditation. And this links to the next sort of point, which is what are the five things that bring you joy? And I do this with a beautiful friend. I've spoken about this before on the pod. And it's kind of hard for some people to think about five things that bring them joy. It can't include alcohol, can't include food, and it can't include people. And the reason why it can't include other people is because we are needing to find things that don't become reliant on someone else to fill up our cup. We all need to be responsible for our own happiness. And of course, it's not saying that your children, your partner, your family don't bring you joy. It's just, what are five things outside of those people that bring you joy? And then the most important question, when's the last time you did it? And if you haven't done it in over a week, one of those five, make that a priority, make it happen. So my five things are going to the beach, Getting in nature, so just sitting in nature, walking barefoot on the grass, just sitting in and around the trees, or um, yeah, just sitting in nature, playing sport, art, and human connection or animal connection, um, which is surprising because I'm an introvert and I'm very happy in my own company, but I've realised that 
actually connecting with people is really important. So unfortunately over Christmas, most of that stopped because everyone went away and there's, it can be dangerous to try and figure out what externally has made me internally feel low in mood and depressed, but it can be quite helpful to spin it around and think, what can I actually add more into my life? So we're not placing blame, we're not focusing on, I am this way because of X, or this person has made me feel like this. It's almost irrelevant, unless you're actually in um, physical danger and harm, it doesn't really matter what's brought on about of depression. It's more important of how do we prevent it? And then if we're in it, how do we get ourselves out of it? And that is including five things in your, um, in your week that bring you joy, that you can put in yourself. You're not reliant on others to provide for you. Um, looking at how we are similar, this is quite a niche one, but looking at how we are connected and similar to others, I really struggle when I am in a low state of mood with almost on a subconscious level, noticing all the ways in which I'm different, all the ways I feel disconnected, all the ways that I don't feel I, be I belong. Whereas if I change my mindset, those all those elements might still be there, but actually I need to also include all the ways that I am similar to others, all the ways that I do feel like I fit in and belong, all the ways that I feel like I'm um, gonna gel or connect with other people. So um, it's a conscious thing. Again, it's always about self-awareness, but bringing it to the forefront of your mind. If you are low in mood and you feel like you're all alone in that experience, and you're not, to start with, lots and lots of people, all people, most people, it's human being, it's human nature to feel low in mood and depressed and um, in a state of mind you're not wanting to be in. Um, you're definitely not alone in the experience, but it can feel very isolating and very lonely. So you need to actively search for ways in which you are similar, ways in which you can connect. So I play tennis and I would say that there's lots of differences with my teammates most of them are extremely wealthy. Most of them have children. Most of them live on the beach, like minutes away from the club. Most of them, um, money is not a problem and they just sort of like <laughs> very comfortable, uh, Western suburbsy. So lots of reasons in which I feel different, but actually the common denominator is that we all play tennis. And then there's a couple who are English and there's a couple who are similar age and there's people that love animals and there's people that really appreciate the surf and the ocean and nature. So just by changing the focus on what how we're similar rather than how we're different instantly makes me feel more connected, which is one of the main things overall that can help with a low state of mood or a depressive state or um, a poor mental health is human connection. So keep seeking it out and keep finding ways in which you can connect. What are your common um, denominators that bring you together and keep you connected with other people? As always, focusing on gratitude. So again, very easy to focus on um, and keep reiterating, keep going over in your head what you don't have, how you're feeling, what you don't want, what's bringing you down. Um, what's been the cause or the source of your or perceived source because it's it's usually just a story we're telling ourselves to um, cause you to feel this way it's so easy to focus on the negative when we're in a low state of mood so just 
consciously focusing on what you're grateful for. If you're, again, if you're listening to this pod, you need to be grateful for the fact that we live in a society, in a world that we can afford to have a smartphone or that we, most of us are in Australia, the sun's shining. There are so many things to be grateful for. And you don't have to force it. So I was struggling, actually, because I was feeling so overwhelmed by sadness and depression that I couldn't, I couldn't really genuinely feel grateful. But just just a, a subtle little gentle reminder um, each day. And you don't have to kind of celebrate it and it make you feel overwhelmed with joy and gratitude. It's more just a nod to, it's okay, Livy, you've got fresh food in the fridge and you, you're not going to starve. And I'm grateful that it's not raining and that the days aren't dark and heavy like they used to be um, at this time in England. So little tiny things, and then you'll start to actually be able to notice bigger things. Um, yeah, practicing gratitude, really important. Um, this time of year, lots of people are setting goals, setting New Year's resolutions. I imagine by now we're second week in, or first week in Feb, potentially some of those goals might have started to drop off. If you if you are committed to five times going to the gym every morning, every week, uh, possibly now you're only doing three. Or if you're cutting sugar out completely, you might have snuck in a couple of biscuits. Um, whatever your goal is, guaranteed majority of people will have slightly dropped off with their goal. But that's not a reason to beat yourself up or feel shit or to be frustrated at yourself because you're still doing more effort than before you set that little goal. You're still working towards it. Even if you've written a goal down on a piece of paper and that's it, that's more than not writing it down on a bit of paper. So celebrate the tiny little goals, celebrate the tiny wins. Um, I really, really struggle with computer work. Um, I hate it, I get really bored. I think I've probably got ADHD, I've got dyslexia, so I find it really challenging. So even though I haven't done as much outreach and as much emails and as much computer work, I've done more than if I hadn't done any at all. So celebrate the little goals. Give yourself reason to feel good about yourself because as with every other negative mindset, when we're feeling low, we still further beat ourselves up by um, consciously or not pointing out in our mind all of the things we don't like about ourselves. So a good reason or a good uh, way to feel better about yourself is to celebrate a little goal and really acknowledge it. And then you can find reasons to start liking and appreciating yourself a little bit more. If you're really struggling with, you feel like you've been in this mindset for forever and you're never going to come out of it, have faith that at some stage in your life, you weren't feeling this way, which is absolute evidence that in the future, you can also not feel this way. So that was really helpful for me when I was in hospital. I would go months, months and months feeling like I was in a dark hole of deep, deep depression and um, very, very uh, unhappy, suicidal and just ugh, the most agonizing. Ugh, it, was, it was awful. I can't even put it into words. But I still had the recollection and the memory that at one point in my life, I didn't feel that way. And if I had come from a place of much happier times, then I could, I didn't know how at the time, but I knew that I could just trust that I could get out of the depression and get back to a place of happier times. So don't lose hope, don't lose faith. Sometimes that's all it is, it's just faith. It's just having a, a sense of trust, 
just just a, a small, tiny little glimmer of hope that you can hold on to. And I promise you that the, the, the tide will turn and the wave will wash over and the black hole will get smaller and it, you'll come out. You always, you always come out the other end. Even if it's just for a minute or two in one day, um, you definitely won't always feel this way. So just holding that in the back of your mind when I was feeling really, really low um, in late December, early Jan, I just, I just had to sort of sit in it and accept that it felt absolute shit, but I'm definitely not going to be in this state forever. And of course, here I am, not, not in that state anymore. Just a few more. Um, food, really important. And this could be a whole episode on its own. Um, high prana food, so high energy, um, soothing, nurtured, um, nutritious food. So you can Google um, high prana food. There's so many of them, honey, coconut, whole grains, nuts, seeds, most um, vegetables, green vegetables, pumpkin, um, really good to soothe the gut. So gut health and mindset are absolutely linked. That again is a whole episode in itself. But soothing the body is going to soothe the mind, the microbiomes um, in the gut and your digestive system. If you've got a leaky gut, if I have diarrhea, if I've got um, IBS, guaranteed I'm going to be in a lower mood. So there's so much complexity around the gut and emotions. Um, and this is, I'm sure, something that if you're interested in, you already have the knowledge on. But choosing good foods, when we're depressed, we tend to go for the sugary, high carb, high fat, fast foods. Um, if we're low in mood, if we're hungover, if we're tired, if we're stressed, we just we just go for the um, convenient options, but usually poor nutritional content options. So gift yourself a good box of veg and fruit and go to your local green grocers. And, and if you're not feeling great in the mind, then nourish the body and that will definitely have a knock-on effect to the mind. If you I'm sure there's many of you that have consumed more alcohol than than you would want to. Um, have a little cleanse. Um, you don't need to take things out of your diet, but you can add things in. So just be really mindful of what are you putting in your body and think to yourself, is this going to increase my mood or decrease? Is this fatty, fast food, takeaway food going to make me feel better there's such a link to what we put in our bodies and the way that um, our emotions and our mindset work. So just choose wisely. Um, and then lastly, meditation and breath work. So if you don't know how to meditate or if you just feel like you just can't or it's not for you, even mindfulness, just that positive thinking, conscious awareness to gratitude, that is a type of mindfulness, or consciously watching the leaves just um, move gently in the breeze, or going down to the ocean and um, watching the waves and thinking about all the things that have made you happy this week. Mindfulness can be as powerful, but um, meditation absolutely would be my recommendation. And then breath work. And I'm probably going to do a um, pod on breath work. However, I have a special guest coming up that he's going to talk all on that, I'm sure, no doubt. So um, I might just leave it to the professional to chat about. But hopefully that has given you a few um, little suggestions on how if you're feeling low in mood or if you have felt low in mood, 
um, and you're coming out of it, or if you desperately don't want to get into a low mood and um, depressive state, how you can help yourself. And it really is individual. So you just have to learn yourself what makes you feel great, what um, fills up your cup. And um, over time, just make sure that you implement those and prioritize. If you if you feel like you're slipping back into a low state, then really consciously put those five things into your week and um, yeah, gift yourself what you would gift a friend if they were in a low state of mood. Talk to yourself in your head like you would talk to a friend if they were struggling. Just be kind to yourself and um, I hope that's helped. All right, everybody, keep smiling and um, I'll catch you next time. <laughs>